This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome back to Seagull Social, Season 2, Episode 44. We are joined by Jack Albion. Jack, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good. I'm just looking at myself in the camera and realising I, I need a haircut and a beard shave <laughs> soon. Yeah, and a bold um, choice of shirt as well, man. Yeah, because, you know, I never leave the house when it's not the, the football season. The worst kit so, as well. The worst. Sort of, your, your wardrobe looks like some like every single eight-year-old's wardrobe as well. Yeah, I know. I've got, I've got, well, I've got 300 kits. So, um, <laughs> yeah, although actually, I, was, I was told off for not wearing Brighton kits to the podcast. So well, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you have worn some weird ones recently. Yeah, um, part of and then we actually have a question. Yeah. We've got a question. We've got a little fan Q and A at the end, and one of them is kit related, so you can answer that. Uh, and then we're yeah. also joined by Ryan Adset. Ryan, how you doing, man? The concussion. Yeah, mate. De- definitely, definitely not half out of it right now, but I'm all right. Uh, it's going to be a weird podcast for me. It's, if I if I somehow miss what you're saying, uh, I hit my I hit my head on a tree yesterday. So it was, it was a great idea playing football. And how um, did you hit yeah. your head on a tree? Now, well, here we wow. are. <laughs> What's well, a tree the, doing the on a football pitch, by the way? Around the back. The ball went around the back of the goal, so obviously I had to go get it, and then I'm coming back and then hit the back of me head on a tree. <laughs> I don't know, it's just such a me ca- thing to do. Cartoon do. moments where it's just like, yeah, like, like it's literally like, like bam, the most stupid thing. I didn't say anything about it. I just sort of forgot about it for like a few hours, and then had like animated birds around his head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stars and then that. here we are, and now I feel like I've still got drinks in me somehow, which is not possible. So. Yeah, that's how. It yeah, feels. so you're you're concussed, hungover, and also probably like what's it? What's it? I'm, when not, you're in the I'm not hungover at well. all because I didn't really, Sunstroke. I didn't really drink anything. Yeah. I didn't really drink anything. It could be the heat. To be fair, I could just be having a bit of a heat yeah. stroke. It does take it out of you. I doubt it. It might be too hot. Might be too hot. And then Maz, you're up in the big hot. smoke. What's it like up there, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, I uh, I got a day off today because I worked on the weekend. I did the uh, Masters football up in Glasgow. Oh, that looked um, unreal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Masters Football, so I um, went and done some content down there, it was good fun. Uh, video out now on Sport Bible, so go check it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, it was really, really good fun. It was, um, it was a quick trip, went up on the fr- uh, Thursday, came back on the Saturday afternoon. Uh, but yeah, I got to shoot with some legends, John O'Shea, Wes Brown, Stylian Petrov, Carton Cole, uh, Chris Boyd, who else was there? Uh, oh, Jamie Carragher, Steve McManaman. 
there you go, mate. So, yeah, yeah, the Jamie one was good. Condolences for having to see Stephen Manning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, mate. He, he made a comment about Adol Terat as well. Like he was like, "Oh, he's easily forgettable." I was like, "He was like, he was Absolutely like iconic." Not. He comes up on Twitter. Yeah, every week. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. iconic for like two seasons, and then, um, and then, yeah, he yeah. went to Benfica. But, yeah, that, that was my uh, weekend. My uh, my mate Tom, he's literally one of my best friends. It's his birthday today as well. So happy birthday, Tom. He sent me the video from Sport Five. He was like, "Ben, isn't this guy?" Um, he's like, "Isn't this guy from Brighton?" I was like. Tom, I literally do a podcast him every fucking week. It's like some fucking best friend. As if he was like, Is it, did he go to Newman or something like that? I was like, mate, you're so fucking foot away with the fairies. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but yeah, so happy nice. birthday, Tom, anyway, regardless. Um, well, we haven't got a lot to talk about. We've got a few talking points that we'll cover this uh, yeah. in this episode. Obviously, the the thrilling USG friendly, two halves of football with different <laughs> 11s. Both were nil-nil. You, just, you can't write it. Um, and then, of course, we've got okay. Cucurella. Is potentially getting a new contract. We'll dive into that. Uh, we've got a couple of links as well, a couple of transfers. We might have to pick Ryan's brain with that. And then, yeah, we'll finish off with a thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, have fun that one. But shall we start with the USG game? Uh, because obviously it was an absolute thriller. Uh, yeah, like I said, nil-nil. Um, not really many chances. A few howlers, uh, especially from Jason Steele at the beginning. I remember he nearly made a mistake. But um, Jack, I'll come to you first. Yeah. What did you make of the game? Like, What were your takeaways from the match? Yeah, so I didn't watch the game live. I've only watched the highlights. Um, I'm not, I, to be honest, like just generally in life, I'm not very good at watching football on TV. I don't really have mm. much interest in it because mm. um, I went TV. to, yeah, I, I got, uh, I went to Whitehawk Dulwich instead, uh, which was a good game. And then I went went to a gig after that game, so uh, that was from about six o'clock. Oh, so night, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really uh, watch the watch the game live, but I watched the highlights, if any. Yeah, um, which there, which there weren't really much. Uh, highlight of the game probably being Neil Mope starting fights. Um, oh, yeah, I, I must have missed that, but I I, I watched yeah, some, for some reason I watched the whole game. Right? I put myself yeah. to be fair, like a lot of yeah. Well, go ahead, Ryan. If you <laughs> you saw it live, no, I find, <laughs> mate, I rate it. I rate it. I think um, the fact that he's yeah. trying to argue in a pre-season friendly with Tony Bloom's yeah. feeder club, like it just doesn't really get much more near Mope than that, does it? But I just, yeah, yeah I think he got he was, booked, didn't he? He but, was in the right. Go on. He got booked. Yeah, in fucking pre-season friendly. Yeah, he, did he get booked? Normal, I'm pretty sure he can do that. Yeah, Mope was in the right. I thought because it was a bad challenge, or or it was a flying challenge from the centre back. Yeah. So, um, right. so I'm not surprised he got angry at it. There were some weird moments in the game. Uh, just just seen stuff on Twitter where it seemed to get quite feisty for no real reason. Now yeah. the bit with Enzico in yeah. the first half, so, yeah. Well, they were just kicking yeah. the ball between each other. But yeah. uh, reading some of the Union San Galois fans' comments. It seems like the bloke who was doing that is a bit of a shit house as well. So, oh, okay. um, right. which is which is good. I, I to be honest, like I think it was a, it's good to see it quite feisty. It was interesting considering you know there's quite a few players who played on both teams. To be fair, but, um, like the um, yeah, and it's a friendly, the actual but... intent, the actual intensity of it wasn't too bad. I can't lie. Like I was watching it, and don't get me wrong, it was yeah. a nil nil. It wasn't exciting, but the fact that it was relatively high tempoed I was like you know I'm not completely bored out of my mind watching it mm. when normally I watch a friendly and I'm just like I, I don't even know what I'm watching this for you know what I'm trying to say mm. it wasn't too bad well, it, it was USG's third game wasn't it, it was their, that was their third preseason yeah. match so they were kind of yeah. getting up to speed but um, Maz I'll come to you mm. did you see much of Enciso and if you did what did you make of him yeah, I'll be—I'll be honest. I—I I only got to see like 15 minutes of it, uh, like the, fir- <laughs> the first half. 
Um, so I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch most of it, but I did see a few highlights and stuff. And yeah, he looks like a really exciting player. Um, and I, I just like I like his directness. I, I really like yeah. that. I think that's what we were were missing. You know, someone can just pick up the ball and just run at people. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what he goes. My big question is: Is he ready for first team? Like, can he play a whole season in the first team? I'm not sure. I, I'd I'd like to see him go out on loan maybe and sort of get um, just used to. I don't know, European football, because obviously he came from Paraguay, right? So yeah. for me, just for him to get used to European football, I think that would be a key stage of development rather than just chucking him at the deep end and seeing if he swims or not. I think it would be a, a big, big ask. But um, no, I, re- I really I like him. I, th- I think he's, of, um, he's a good player. I think it's the joy of the pre-season, isn't it? At least you get to see these young players, see how they can adapt. Mm. Obviously not playing at full mm. strength or anything, but you know, just to, to be able to see him, you know, not look out of place at all and actually shine as one of the better players mm. says a lot probably about him being 18 years old and and really standing out in fact another one that i want to mention just just while we're on it is, is van heck i thought he was really good second half the, the the um commentator kept saying jp van hecker so maybe i've got it completely wrong it yeah. is van hecker maybe um so <laughs> yeah, i think it's sorry van jp I van hecker but i don't know like yeah but here we are um but no he looked really strong actually i, I was really impressed with him um, I'm really hoping we get to see him because there's just I don't know there's something about having a new centre back that's really exciting to me. I, I don't know if that sounds really boring to sort of even younger generation that's you know only wants to see the attackers, but there's something about having that key figure at the back that's that's so important. And yeah, Van Hecker looks looks quite quite good. I think I, it'd be it'd be interesting and, and to see ju- whether ju- we go for someone else. Just on that, Ryan, on centre halves. What, because like I said, I only caught like fifteen minutes of it. But what was uh, Clark like for the people that sort of watched the game fully? Because obviously he's another centre half that you know he's come back on from on loan, being out on loan. What was he like, and could he be first team? Yeah, he, I don't think he'll be first team if I'm honest. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we sold him actually this season. I think he's a decent player, but I just don't think compared to the quality we've had in the last few years. I mean, Ben White, Adam Webster. Lewis Dunk, Joel Veltman even. I just don't think I don't think that that Clark's that level. I think Van Hecker If you're comparing him and Van Heck Van Heck has is more of a potter centre back, isn't he, yeah. Van Heck compared to Matt Clark. Yeah. Matt Clark does seem a bit more like He's also only twenty one, right? So he's not very old at all. Um whereas whereas yeah. Clark's probably about twenty five, so he, you know, he's reaching nearly the pinnacle of his career. Um <laughs> To be able he to put him into the team when he's only really played <laughs> championship. <laughs> yeah, you're right, to be fair. It, it, it's a tough one. But yeah, I think that to me, for me anyway, it's got to be Van Hecker if we're looking forward. Mm. I'll just go back to Nsisi quickly, Maz. Like, yeah, I, I would say I was pretty impressed with him. Yeah, his explosiveness mm. and his pace, which yeah. is something we kind of lack in the Brighton team and have done for a while. We're starting to get a bit quicker. Mm. Uh, but yeah, his, his pace. And I think, yeah, it's going to be a massive few weeks for him to like impress Potter. Because obviously we heard what Paul Barber said that they're kind of I'm in an R and whether to send him out alone or not, or whether to get whether to like have him on the just on the fringes of the first team to give him a chance. But um, mm. I mate, to be fair, I've, from what I saw of him for 45 minutes, I and he, if he carries on like that, I wouldn't be surprised if he does stay. Yeah, my, my only my mm. only thing is like I'm just this is just based on last season. It's like Potter wasn't he he does give players a chance. I'm not saying he doesn't, but then mm. like you know like you know you know when we're like calling for Roberts to come into the side when we were struggling for centre halves. Mm. I'm like, well, if he's not giving Roberts a chance, what what makes him think that like Enciso is going to get a chance? Obviously, yeah. I know they're different players; they they play in different positions, etc. But that's my only worry is like if he does stay with us, is he going to get the exposure we've... that he needs? Is, is he going to get the game time? I think 
with Roberts though, the situation with Roberts says to me that just he wasn't ready. I, d- I don't think Potter would, you know, block his career if, if he was ready to move up. I think you know you, we've seen with you know like Ben White for example, he's gone out on loan and come back and really impressed on straight into the first team, being a, a key figure. Steven Alzate was for a large portion of time too. I think with Roberts, it's just as simple as he wasn't ready for the Premier League. And I guess if we put him in, he would have got shown up. And, you know, that if anything, that's more detrimental to his career. I mean, he's obviously gone out on loan now to Derby, League One again. You know, maybe he just doesn't Not have that, that potential at the moment. So we'll see how he does at Derby for sure. Because, yeah, he yeah. seems like an exciting one. But, uh, yeah, I would say that's more I, on Roberts think, than Potter for me. I think they'll keep Enzico around. Um, Potter does... I think it'll be a bit like Sarmiento, where in theory Sarmiento could have gone out on loan last season if it wasn't for the injury. Mm. But he seems to quite like having players integrate with the squad, maybe make cameos every now and then. And rather than maybe uproot him all the way from Paraguay to Europe to Brighton and then send him somewhere else again, which so early in his career mm. could actually damage like his mindset and everything. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're going that quickly from place to place to place... Uh, he might yeah. not get settled, whereas it might be better just to Jack... keep him, settle him mm. with the squad, yeah. and then maybe next season get him out alone with a couple of appearances this season. I don't know. It was similar to what we did with Zakiri. You know, he came here, mm. hung around, made a couple of appearances here and there, and then finally went out alone the following season. To I think Jack as well. It's so important to, to remember for for fans as well. I mean. Football's more than just what's on the pitch, you know. For these young players, especially, yeah. they've got to obviously settle in and moving around a lot. I mean, I know quite a few of the youth players quite well. Um, one of them I speak to quite a lot, and he's now moved on. But he he basically, you know, he, he was always sort of moving around on loan and everything. And and to get that sort of set move, uh, Alex Cochran is to now get that set move to Hearts. You know, you've got that set settle time now. He knows he's going to be in Scotland. He hasn't got to keep worrying whether, you know, he, he can now buy a house, he can settle, he's got a girlfriend. He can, you know, he's yeah. got that time now where he can actually just live like a human being, but also play football. And I think that's, mm. you know, similar to a lot of our other young players, you know, you've got to actually consider, oh, hang on a minute. Yes, he's 18. Yes, we'd love him to go to a championship side and get some experience. But then also, you know, the, the experience he's going to get hanging in and around with that first team, it, it's unmatched compared to, you know, yeah. training with I was gonna lesser, say, lesser on players. On the flip side, yeah. Remember when we interviewed Orlando, he was saying, like, just being able to train with, like, Messi, Ronaldinho, all that stuff, done mm. him a lot more than if he was just sent out on loan for, like, three seasons. Being yeah. able to train with the first team squad, I, I think people sometimes forget that. You just think you yeah. need the first I team mean, experience. But I mean, being able that, to train with I mean, it goes, high quality players does a lot as well. It goes into like general career as well. I mean, like for example, if I was sat in the lad bible offices with Maz, I'm going to pick up naturally a lot more than I'm going to pick up than if I'm just in here and having the odd Zoom calls every now and then. It's just you know you you adapt to what's around you and you take notes from people around you, and that's how you learn and and grow with experience, isn't it? I think the same applies to football like any other career. You know, you need to be in and around it, experiencing it firsthand to be able to grow and improve. Yeah. No, that's, no, they're all fair, fair points. So yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I don't really think uh, I'm. I'm very sort of like uh, maybe old school in that approach. Like I always think, yeah, first thing football, <laughs> they've got to go get experience, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. no, I, th- I think you're all bang on. To be fair, like yeah, it, it does being in and around the Brighton squad with some top top quality players, mm. you're going to naturally learn a lot. Um, so yeah, no, that's fair. I think if you're a bit older, I would agree with you. But I think mm. to be like 18, and he's, I think he's trying quite a lot. From the interviews, what I get is he's trying to, quite a lot to learn English. So for him to stay here and sort of get used to it before moving on, because if you think like even 
some of our youth players who who are in the side now didn't really even get to the first team around like till they're around like twenty one something like that. Like I think Dunk, yeah, Dunk was quite young, but to be an established first teamer, it wasn't till his early twenties. Took him a while. So yeah, um, it, it'll be and interesting the, the to the see. Last, last thing on a CISO, we actually uh, he actually like, enjoyed our banter. So like we put out um, put out a meme on our Instagram. It's like um, it says Julio and CISO worth X amount, and there's Julio. I can't remember Julio something, but with Brazilian nationality and then an English nationality, and apparently like the, his PT showed him, he found it quite funny. So he's obviously already understanding the <laughs> yeah. English banter, which yeah. is decent as well. Also, as well, um, and then great. sorry, just fi- final one. Um, you know, Jack, you were talking about uh, learning English. Did you um, uh, see Carol Bell's interview when uh, you know all the press said that he won't speak Spanish, and then in his first ever press conference, oh, yeah. for LA, <laughs> so LA he uh, he spoke Spanish. No way. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's top. Sh- like, that's top tier shit So uh, yeah, just thought. I'd, I'd no, I don't it. know if it makes him a complete idiot or whether it just makes him. No. Just, I don't even know. It's just, yeah, it's just it's shit house, man. Yeah, that's top top it. shit house. Yeah. yeah, go on, baby. I was saying there was another player, and which is funny enough that for that first half, for that first eleven we played against, I would arguably say that it, uh, Sim- was it Simeone Dingra their player that we've yeah. just loaned to them was probably yeah. one of the best players on the pitch as well which is just classic that's, that's typical Brighton uh, best yeah. player on the pitch is the one that we've just yeah. loaned to them <laughs> yeah. obviously he had a point to prove and yeah he did Like he mm. got through our players like three or four times showed how quick he was against our defenders as well that had Lewis Dunk in it mm. and Matt Clark obviously Matt Clark's not the quickest but yeah unfortunately for Adele Offia um, Simon Deringa had him a lot and uh, he had one unbelievable chance and then he just done too much he'd like, done a little Ronaldo chop just before the six yard box and yeah, I think he just didn't get his shot Here's the question, actually, Ben. He, he, was, ben what, he looked like a special talent. On what you're saying, a fire. I, what happens with him? Because I find him a strange one. I think he's he's one that seems to be kept around. Um, but then we're obviously actively looking in the market for all these different centre-backs and everything. I think he plays right back as well. We've got Veltman and Lamptey. What, what happened to the fire this season, do you think? I'll quickly pick this up. He, um, well, he obviously, well, from my point of view, he broke onto the scene pretty quickly, didn't he? It was like all of a sudden yeah. he was in that um, FA Cup team that played against West Brom, and he'd done yeah. pretty well. Um, mm. And yeah, hadn't really seen much of him before that. So yeah, from my point of view, he kind of just randomly came onto the scene mm. for Brighton. Yeah, um, done well. And then yeah, he's been on the fringes again, and obviously played against USG as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, Ryan, I don't know. I don't think that he will end up getting any game time in the our first team anyway no. um, I'll, I'll definitely no. see him going out alone this season which would be good for him In- mm. interesting because like he seems to be the te- centre back who Potter rates the highest because he's yeah. you know towards the end of this season uh, last season even he was on the bench instead of Roberts or Turns um, mm. going from them two who obviously made their debuts in the League Cup to then a fire being ahead Someone at the club obviously rates him very highly. He's also the son of a rugby player, I believe. I think, um, yeah, really. Yeah, um, like England I international, a fire. I, I don't know much about rugby, uh, <laughs> but um, he's done. He's he seems to be quite highly rated. He made it. He played down at Cardiff in that uh, game, which you know mm. everybody. Uh, it, was a, it was a very quiet one, where it was basically a youth eleven, but we still managed to actually yeah. destroy them. Yeah, I, was, I remember that. That's good. Cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he's obviously highly rated. I quite like him. That I think he'll play quite well as sort of the right centre back. Um, that we play in this weird formation where we play one centre back with almost two 
full backs either side and it sort of shifts around. So it'll be interesting to see where he fits in. I definitely think Potter sees him as quite a good option future. It'll be interesting yeah. to see if he does go online. Like you say, Ryan, that uh, we are looking for a centre back. So there can't be a huge amount of room but for But are we though players. if Van Heck stays and I'm yeah, pretty confident I mean, he will. So much so much if you think of it Shane is... Duff would be gone, that's kind of his yeah. replacement already sorted there. So, is, but yeah, so but... much of it is paper oh. talk. Like, we don't know mm. whether we're looking for a centre-back. It could be, mm. you know, because ever since we made the Lamptey move, uh, we brought Lamptey in, every single time there's like a Chelsea player or a youth player of any of the top six, they go, oh, Brighton are interested. Mm. Brighton want to bring They actually in. got one of ours, didn't they, this week? Yeah. Which is a shame. He was meant to be really good. I can't yeah, and I don't know whether... 16-year-old. Yeah, don't know whether, but I don't know whether it is actually the truth. Like, you know, are we looking to bring in these players, or are we looking to promote within? To promote from within, because that would be great if we could bring a fire in next season with a mm. full pre-season with the first team. It would just yeah. be interesting to see. I think you're right. He's one of the players who stands out as possible loan. To, to me, Jack, um, the the way I would see it is, you know, obviously the Cole Will links probably what we're referring to mm. most. I think. <laughs> For me, I, I agree with the links because I think that we still need that left-footed option in, yeah. in centre-back. I think that's probably been our biggest downfall, if you like, yeah. of Potter's reign so far, is that on the left side, we've always been susceptible to mistakes. I think Webster had that, especially when he first came in, gave the ball away quite a lot on the left. He said he likes playing on the left more. I think most of the fans probably prefer him playing on the right. Um, yeah. Obviously, Ben White came in the season before last now. Um I did a great job on the right. Webster went to the left, did a decent job. Yeah. Some would say, you know, pushed England material. I probably wouldn't. However, Ben White got called up. I don't, I don't know, find that weird. But then, I don't know. I, I just feel like we still need that left-footed option. But Dan Byrne did such a brilliant mm. job at it last season for about three yeah. months. For the first time, I think, in Potter's reign, we had that consolidated left-footed centre-back. Then obviously he went, <laughs> and I think now we're in that situation where if you want to be as flexible as Potter plays, you need to be able to have that player. I mean, Kukure did a, a great job at it, should I say, not brilliant, but a great job at it, considering he's a, a five eight left back. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like you don't you want to play, you want to play Kukure at, at left back, uh, sorry, at left centre back for the rest of the next season because um, he's too good on the left wing. So. I don't know. I feel like we are desperately, not desperately, but def definitely in need of a left centre back. Whether yeah, that's in, like in interior, in the I friendly, in the friendly, it looked like Webster went to the left centre back in the second half, and then Van Heck was on the right. So yeah. I'm not, or I've never been a fan, a massive fan of Webster being left centre back. I can't. Remember. No, nor have so I. Hopefully, we do get a left left foot centre back. But then, Ben, but uh, then there's another question there. Just before we move on on, on centre backs, if Van Heck is good enough to play for us, then what do we do with Webster? I mean, because you can't just drop him. But then he is very injury prone. So does does Webster get dropped and Van Heck start? I, I guess that depends on the preseason and how Potter yeah. sees them all. Um, yeah. But it's it's a very interesting situation centre back, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it just depends whether Webster stays fit. I think when when he is fit, and he we saw was it a, a chunk of last season, he was unbelievable. Like he was yeah. arguably our best centre half. But then obviously he got injured and dipped a bit out of form. Had had a couple of bad games. But I think when he's fit and he's fully on his game. I think he's brilliant. And was it his stats? Um, was it last season as well? Like he was one of the best European players bringing the ball out of from centre half yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like, he's definitely got the makings of being a great centre back. It's just can he stay fit is the the key question. That's true. Yeah. Um, but moving on to that, and we kind of touched on him just then. Cucurella, massive, massive turn of events. 
it looks like well david what david orstein says and he's he's pretty much the bible that we are going to be well we're kind of slowly negotiating a contract with kukurela for him to stay at brighton that would be massive but i still see him going then potentially next season but the fact that then we've probably got him for another season if he does sign that's great news that's all but like you tweeted ryan that's almost like another signing but um jack will mm-hmm. come to you do you believe it and if it is true how massive is that for our season I mean, uh, not not to uh, say I told you so to everyone, but I was always right about this. In the, you know, when everybody was having a panic, I just kept saying, Cucurella's staying. I don't know why everybody's having such a panic. I really didn't see him did, going. Same, same, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think you did as well, man. Sorry, I'll, yeah. get, I'll give you credit rather Cheers, than claim it as all me. <laughs> but, you know, I just didn't... I never saw him going. I think it was interesting when it came out. I think it was... I can't remember who it was. It said City won't pay over ten million. Fifty for million. Him. Fifty million. So over ten million. Christ. Ten million. Yeah, ten million. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> over fifty million. And I, I saw that as well. You know, City, as much as they can spend on whatever, they've got options out there. Uh, yeah, and they've got options. a strategy too. Yeah, they've got a strategy. They're not. They're not. You know, I, I can think of clubs which are incredibly stupid with their money. Uh, like Man United, the other side of Manchester, yeah, literally. Yeah, the other side of Manchester, who would just go, right? We'll just give. Hence, why they've got an eighty-six million pound centre back playing for them at the moment, because they just saw the price and go, whatever, we'll pay whatever for him. City aren't stupid. They've got to this position with you know Pep Guardiola, a fantastic team who are winning titles and titles. They know when a player's value's there. They've still got Cancelo plays left back, even though he can play right back or whatever, and. You know, they're not desperate for him. They don't need yeah, that's, him. Yeah, that's the key word. They're not desperate. They won't be heartbroken if they don't get him this no. season. Um, and Zinchenko's still And also still they're there. linked with um, Raum as well. Raum, is it, from the... I can't right. remember. The, the, the German lad. He, he's very, very decent left-back. And I think yeah. he's only available for about £30 million. So if they've got any sort of sense, they would see that and probably snap him up. As opposed to going for someone that's going to be an extremely inflated price for yeah. uh, already proven Premier League player um but again as we always say we can't be too sure because it is man city and if man city do want him enough they will get him um yeah where do we get up to so i have to go get a delivery my bad just talk <laughs> talk about uh, to be honest most of everything that i said is going to be included anyway we probably don't need to go yeah. over it too much i think but the only thing that i would say is one city will want him if they if they want him they get him and i think two they would be silly not to obviously look into at least other options that are going to be much cheaper than an English premium. And three, I think it doesn't exactly look like... I, I, there seems to be a false narrative on Twitter at the moment that Kukure will be unhappy if he doesn't go. Yeah, I don't uh, know And, and that's, complete, that's complete rubbish. By the, by, by the looks of every single video that's released by the club. I mean, the club know what they're doing. Like, and let's be honest, the media team know what they're doing. When they're putting all these videos and content at Mark mm. Kukure, they know what they're doing. They're not doing it constantly. And Ooh. I think, you know... I think we will see him for another year. Next yeah. year, maybe as a part of that ag- agreement that he's going to sign, maybe there's a gentleman's agreement that if a top two club in the world comes in for him, then all, by all means he's allowed to go. Um, you know, As long as the valuation's met of around, say, I'd say 50 million. But at the end of the day, if we get an, if we get another year out of him and then secure a 50 million, I think that's some fantastic business yeah. by the club. Yeah. Um, and you some, can't Some people think that they don't right. have the money. Some people think that they can't do it because of financial fair play, but they swear they're selling loads of players. Like Sterling and Ackley yeah. are both for going to Chelsea. So I think yeah. it was like 45 yeah. mil. Is it 45 this mil the, for um, Ackley or something like that? And then 65 yeah. for and Sterling. This, this so they've got the money to get Kukurele easily. Yeah. 
This is yeah. a good topic, actually, because there's, as I say, the, um, a couple of podcasts ago, there seems to be almost like a domino effect going around the Premier League at the minute. It almost mm. seems like everyone's trying to help Man City in a really weird way. I mean, you've obviously got Arsenal essentially holding them up with their bare hands and, and equally Chelsea now. And I find it really strange that their competitors are essentially helping them in their pyramid scheme that is. And yeah. I think that the fact that Brighton is standing so firm on it is really good. However, I think that with Chelsea, I find it such a strange one. We mentioned Levi Colwell earlier and how, you know, he is a potentially very good centre-back, uh, left-footed and all of that. Got yeah, it, young abundance. talent. So why are they going after Ake, which they've had already? I, I find that really, really, really strange. Again, like Jack spend was saying, 40 million. clubs that have spent stupid money like that, it's just... Yeah, it's mad. So it really so is mad. He's so bad. Like, <laughs> so much how, how has he ever got that forty million pound move from no, Renegade to Bournemouth? I know yeah. what you're saying. He's all right. He's just not, yeah, yeah. I don't, he's not I don't, I don't good, think he's shit. He? I think it's a bit harsh. Yeah, say. probably that was a bit harsh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think he's shit. But yeah, he's I, not I, like I get what you mean. He's not. He's not forty-five million worth. He's no Lewis Dunk, is he? Let's be honest. He's not. I see him. He actually isn't. Like a Lindelof, you know, that sort of level. Sort yeah. of like someone who can play in a top six, but I don't know, they're not yeah. that good. I wouldn't break yeah, yeah, the yeah. bank for him. You know, he no. falls in a category with actually, these players are good, so I'm not I'm not slagging them off too much, but you know, like he falls in a category with people like Ben Davis, Lindelof, you know, mm. uh, Romero. Averagely. Ben Davis. <laughs> Bring them to Brighton, they'd be fantastic. Yeah. But outside of yeah. that. Jeff, just quickly as well, on, just before we move on yeah. uh, on Kukurea, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Jack, for letting everyone know that I did also know that he's never going to leave. Um, yeah. But I think, I think for, for me, just uh, I, when you sign a four-year contract, or yeah, he signed a four-year contract, like to, to prize him away, like like we've discussed, it's going to take a substantial bid. So if a club doesn't meet that. The player can't really be angry. Like if he had, a, let's say, like similar to Basuma, what he had a year left. So we sold him for peanuts, like twenty-five year, twenty-five mil, whatever it was. Absolute peanuts. Mm. We got, you know, we we really sort of missed out on a lot of money there, just simply because he had one year left. It did, Whereas, it did get better though. It did obviously from a first report, and it was with twenty field, but twenty-five. I think it's thirty to thirty-five now, isn't it? Okay. Just to still, yeah, yeah. still, still yeah. not enough oh, though, yeah, is it? Yeah. For Basuma, yeah, like yeah. Basuma, we should yeah. we should be demanding sixty, yeah, yeah, yeah. sixty million yeah. or whatever. Mm. But yeah, so so. With Kukurea, I don't think, and talking about the him, you know, the quarters of Twitter saying he'll be unhappy, or whatever. He can't really be unhappy because he signed a four-year deal and he's had a really yeah. good season. <laughs> so it's not going to mm. be like, well, he knew what he was doing when he was signing the four-year contract. He was probably wasn't mm. thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to leave after a season. Oh, I'm raging. I'm let me go. Like he's, I don't think he ever mm. signed the contract with that intention. This is so, um, Maz. This is a good point actually because you never really see. In recent history, anyway, apart from Ostergaard, probably the only one recently, but you don't see players demand to leave and want to leave Brighton because they're unhappy. Mm. I, I couldn't tell you, especially under Potter, the last time a player in our first team has yeah. just been like, no, I want to get out of this club. I mean, yeah. I don't think that Ben White would have had that situation if he no. didn't secure his move to Arsenal. I think he would have just been, all right, yeah, well, we'll still play at a very decent side. And I don't think, I don't think Kukure is going to be that at all. No, no. And it's quite a testament probably to the policy that we have at the club mm. that we don't have these players just say, oh, I want to get out of this club. You know, I want to get to Man City. You know, they, they, they obviously <laughs> believe in this project too. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Ho- hopefully though, Ryan, uh, Aaron, Aaron, hopefully Aaron Connolly does does say that though. Uh, so you can, you can leave. Well, and he's, yeah, somebody he's somebody <laughs> called Aaron Connolly is currently in Venice. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry, this is my Securing Instagram a season-long move to this morning. Uh, 
Yeah, he's in Venice on his Instagram when the rest of the team in Portugal. What, you're telling me he's going to end up in Venice and be wearing well, that he unbelievable could be, yeah. <laughs> With former teammates, Nicky Mumpar. Nicky Mumpar, yeah. And uh, Alice Matsu, if you remember him. Which yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you no, do? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 54 rated on FIFA. But yeah, what? one of the <laughs> um, But yeah, he's not with the rest of the squad. Connolly, interestingly. Oh, interesting. No. There we go. No, Why well, he's going on loan, mate. It's so yeah. obvious, isn't in it? In the I know, mean... yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did hear but they yeah. got a shoosh in Venice, actually. Fuck's sake. Right, go on, Ben. Let's move on. Okay, yeah, so that's all good. Before we say something, we get in trouble for Yeah, yeah. He's done, yeah, yeah. Kukarev, <laughs> please, please stay. I want you to stay. He ain't going anywhere, mate. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, and then, sorry, we did touch on the out. So, Hayden Roberts has gone alone to Derby to join up with Liam Rossinia, who mm. I absolutely adore. So, that's made me really happy. Carl Rushworth mm. was going to join him, but has actually decided to go to Lincoln, which is strange. I don't know. Apparently, uh, Derby were like... offering him second second string yeah. as opposed to being first keeper. Idiota. Idiota. Did... Derby signed a keeper as well, who's actually quite a decent oh, League One okay. keeper. Joe Wildsmith then. from Sheffield Wednesday was not a bad oh, keeper. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine, I don't okay. know whether it would have been second choice, but it would have been competing for it. And it's just kind of mm, like, yeah. you know, he he should be first choice somewhere. He can't be dicking around. With yeah, yeah, exactly. Half half. Yeah, but he won Young Player of the Season and Players Player mm. of the Season at Warsaw last season. And before joining yeah. Warsaw, won our Young Player of the Season as well. So like, yeah. he's yeah. a boy with a lot, a lot of talent. Lincoln are a decent side competing. as well, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. too much on them, but they are a yeah. decent side. Yeah, they got, they got, they got, they got Brick Cut. Have they? Is they? Is their captain? Isn't he? So, yeah, uh, yeah, he was. He was yeah. for sure. I, so. I don't know if he's still there. Yeah, Max Sanders as well. He plays there. Oh yeah. Come on, the boys. We, we so bought so we've obviously got a good link with them as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a good link. Taylor is apparently QPR. imminently on loan at QPR. QPR, yeah. yeah. And like there was somebody Who's else, that, Taylor Richards? Yeah, that's him. There was yeah. somebody else going on loan to Birmingham, uh, but I can't remember who it was. It was somebody was was loaning to Birmingham because all the Birmingham fans were talking about it, mainly because uh, they seemed quite annoyed uh, oh yeah! Apparently, Kel Sherpin has been linked with Birmingham. Birmingham, uh, yeah, oh, mate. What? Yeah, yeah is Birmingham Twitter. is just an absolute circus of a club. Actually, yeah. I know a few Birmingham fans, and I really like <laughs> yeah, Birmingham are. City. Like, they're a proper sound fan base who are really like friendly, and they're pr- they're, sat- they're much better than like Villa because I don't like Villa. So, you've got some hate. Despite the Birmingham fan punching Grealish, in the yeah, exactly. About, yeah. Um, but you know that. I do like Birmingham City. That would be such a weird move. But yeah, yeah like, again, like you com- said, they're a circus. Ryan, Ryan shared a tweet, uh, uh, like a TalkSport clip. Yeah. And it, was the, it was the potential oh chairman God. of Birmingham announcing that he's bought them on TalkSport. Yeah. Like, what a shambles. And the fact that he was arguing for ages as well. Yeah, yeah he, he sounded like an absolute, he sounded like he had a screw loose. And like, it's, I'm so, yeah. sorry if you're a Birmingham fan. But they were moaning yeah, that sure. the last goalkeeper we sent, we gave them was uh, an absolute dud. For them, which is David Stockdale. When he went to, uh, oh, right. went to Birmingham and had the worst season of his life. Um, Two phase doing well now. He's at, he's at Sheffield Wednesday, ironically. Um, oh yeah, which is uh, he's gone there to be first choice. But um, yeah, Birmingham fans were kind of saying everybody Brighton sent us recently have been pretty <laughs> dud because yeah, Richard, Taylor Richards last year we he was injured most of it, and then uh, and then. David stopped there before that, so they weren't over the moon. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, moving on, Ryan. Just a quick one from you. Or oh, I mean, it could be, yeah. it could be quick, it can be long, it can be whatever you want. Women's Euros match at the Amex tonight. You're mm. going, right? I'm going. Yeah, my well. first ever. Oh, How are you? Oh, that's just yeah, yeah. That's just 
Yeah, everyone knows that. My first ever taste of uh, women's football. I've never been to a women's game before. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, big up Copper 90 for helping out with tickets. But yeah, oh, it should cool. be good. Um, yeah, it should be good fun. I'm sure it will. I, I think it's a sellout. England against Norway. Apparently Norway meant to be a very decent oh, side in the England women's game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. England game. Uh, Amex is hosting. So yeah, great from, great from obviously us to provide again as we yeah. always seem to do in the community number stuff. seven's meant to be on um, as well that blonde girl what's her name yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it I need, I need to do a bit of research on both sides just so I actually know what I'm watching as opposed to just sort of watching football for football's sake mm-hmm. um, but no it should be good fun it's going to be a different experience I'm in the yeah. east I've never been in the east before so I'm in the east upper uh, it's the only stand in the ground I actually haven't been in so it should be oh, that's weird. should be interesting I've, um, I'm in the south yeah. and that's the only I'm in the away end that's funny. the only, only funny. stand I haven't been in so um That'll it's be... quite a nice view from the east because you get to see like the yeah. West End just right in front of you. It's like oh, yeah. yeah, huge. And it's not the Amex no. tonight. It's the Brighton and Hove Community Stadium. That's the one. Due to yeah. sponsorship they... reasons. Oh, because, really? Uh, yeah, the, to tournament, the tournament's sponsored by Visa and MasterCard. So understandably, oh, <laughs> they didn't want it to be called the Amex. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm That's just like... I was like when Wild, do you remember Wildlife Festival? Um, they had to change the name from Shoreham Airport Wildlife. to Bright City Airport because people would be like, "Why am I going to buy? Why am I going to get go to a festival in Shoreham?" Yeah, legally change the name to Brighton so people went to it. That's but so funny. Yeah, fun, I've fun watched quite a lot of women's football this season. Um, in my quest to two hundred games in a season last season, I watched quite a lot of Brighton women and stuff like that, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Is it? Yeah, it's a very different well game. Them. I don't think there's two ways about it. It's not it. It's very, it's played very differently. It's a lot more technical. It's, it's a lot less physical, but it's still good. Some people just absolutely so like, you know, talk down on it. But I really yeah. like it. It's interesting. I always find the most interesting thing their relationship with the referees. It's a lot different to men's football, and there's a lot <laughs> less arguing. Is it, is it um, different to um, what's his name yesterday? Kyrios. My God. Yeah, that was oh, man, that was that. hilarious. I <laughs> I love Curios until yeah, until I watched. I really so basically, I saw those quick like clips online of it. I never watched a full game, and only yesterday was the first time I watched him full game. And I was just like, yeah. and, I, and I loved him. I was like, oh, I love him. I really wanted to win, and I still did. But then he just moans so much. I'm like, mate, just focus <laughs> on the game. He's never happy. Mate, just focus on the game. You might actually win. Like, if you actually focus more on the tennis, you might actually beat Djokovic here. Like, he's got the talent to beat him. He just, he's, <laughs> he's so he just lost yeah. his head. And yeah, mentally, he's just not there, is he? He's done, how, how, he's done absolute bits for the t- uh, sport of tennis. Like, he's got so oh, many yeah. people that no, weren't normally interested, interested in it. Um, yeah. But obviously, this isn't... I saw a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Hang on. One more, one more, because it did make me laugh. I saw a clip this <laughs> okay. morning on, on TikTok yeah, of Kiri. Ryan's wearing white and um, yeah, I saw a clip of him, and he threw a water bottle at like literally his proper hard throw at the at the um, umpire's thing, and he was sort of just like, "What are you doing that for?" He was like, oh, "I just slipped out my hand." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" The fact that this guy has the bottle just to say that. Uh, <laughs> he's the bottle. Like, the bottle. Like, oh, I get it. Nice. The fact that he has the bottle, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. No, no, yeah, uh, no one point for you. Well, nice point. Um, <laughs> oh my god. We are we have got a QA. I know we haven't done this since probably our first ever episode. <laughs> yeah, that was like ages ago. Yeah. yeah. So ninety two episodes later we finally got another one. And the first question is about Pringles, which shows how much they want to know about us after Oof. all those episodes. Uh, there are eleven <laughs> questions, and which is funny enough, eleven players on a football pitch, and I did not do that on purpose, but here we are. It's all written in the stars. Um, I'm gonna read the first question and I'll just delegate some questions and I might answer some myself. Yeah. Um what is the goated flavour of Pringles? Um, actually, no. Who, I'm trying to look at you guys. Who likes Pringles? BHA Marshall, I've got down. Yeah. 
Well, no, no, I'm saying, sorry, which one yeah. of you three likes Pringles? I like, I'll say I like, I like salt vinegar. Uh, salt uh, vinegar's yeah. the goat. Nah, uh, sour cream and chives, easy. Mm. Yeah, I'd go sour cream and chive. I think, I think, it's, I think it's just, you know, go so on. many family parties just like sitting there. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. When I, I, just when I have a whole can of... Can of I know when I have a whole can of salt and vinegar, though, I get like ulcers in my uh, in my like. They are nice actually because they're really they're so salty. good. They're like they're yeah. like they'll they'll hurt your mouth. It's like yeah. salt and vinegar McCoys. They're the goat. <laughs> if you wanted to know that. And so, then he's yeah. he done he's done a two in one actually. So from the other fourteen football clubs, obviously outside the big six, which player would you want, uh, Ryan? I'll go with you because you didn't answer the Pringle one. My God, um, <laughs> I, I need to think now. Um, Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> is this, do you want me to go first? Because I, I know who. Yeah. Go on, Jack. You've got something in your head. Go there on. is only one player in the other fourteen Premier League clubs that I want a Brighton Hove out of in FC, and that's Big Dom Solanke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he would be great in our this system. Guy. So that's this who guy. This guy. He's not even given it up after three years. On that bombshell, okay. I'll, I'll go next. Um, is this just like a dream <laughs> signing or is this a realistic one? Yeah, dream, dream oh, signing. Oh, Rafinha from Leeds. Easy. Bala. Yeah, yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, fair. Ryan, quick one. Fair. Oh my God. I still can't think, mate. Who, who even is in the other 14? Um, We've got West Ham, Leicester. Let's, let's go with a, let's go with a top level player that I think would actually be unbelievable in our in our setup. So the thing is, before his injury, I'd have said Pedro Neto without a doubt. I thought he, I think he's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'll put him in my um, team. I might stick with it. I, I just wish he didn't get injured. I, although I'm looking at centre forwards as well. A Jamie Vardy of the last few years. I think if it was anything before probably last season, it'd be Vardy. 2012 Jamie Vardy. God, yeah, really even 2015. Man, imagine 2015 Vardy. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, 2012 Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Vardy played for Halifax, I think, in 2012. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick with Vardy of the past. Okay. Um, I haven't really thought, but I think Declan Rice is probably one of the best players. Oh, yeah. But isn't West Ham, they've got top six, didn't they? Yeah, but they're not Yeah, no, it's big six. Yeah, the big six, isn't it? They're big six. Oh, it's not the actual... Top six. No, top six. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, uh, second question from Dylan BHFC. He says, what is your favourite <laughs> Brighton on, Albion kit? Come on, Dylan. Uh, favourite uh, Brighton Albion kit. Jack, oh, you're the kit master. Yeah, uh, my fa- well, I've got two. So, no, I've got about three. I've got four. <laughs> no. Um, so, number one. I've, well, I mean, I've got... He's actually a child. He's, got, he's bitchy. I've got about 80 <laughs> at home. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to go number one. Always the goated shirt, which is the black and blue Sam Pep shirt, 1994 third kit, oh, yeah. worn in one game, which is Swansea away. Because un- <laughs> this guy's un- knowledge is mad. Unsurprisingly, having a blue home kit and a blue away kit meant that basically, uh, you know, it would yeah. never get you. Because that was back in the day when you did actually wear your home kit away from home if it didn't clash. Mm. Unlike now, where they just, you know, chuck the away kit out and then you give an opportunity. Um, so that one number two is the black and red uh, skin what, shirt more recent years yeah from oh, the yeah, early 2000s yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one like, yeah. I don't think anything comes close to that apparently I read this uh, on, on a website the new kit this season will be black and red um, and it'll be announced <laughs> at five o'clock today um, <laughs> oh fuck that yeah <laughs> and then number three I'm going to go for a weird one here this is just one of my favourite oh, ones <laughs> one of my favourite ones I have is I've got a reserves shirt with so back in the early two thousand the reserves used to be sponsored by a different sponsor uh, called Weatherstone Properties, um, and no, the only way you can get your hands on them is they've got to be 
X reserve in a if game. If we don't get sponsored on this sure. podcast, I just, I, I just need it, so. <laughs> so I was yes. going to say, Weatherstone should sponsor us. So, um, yeah. so yeah, for me, my one of my favourite weird kits is the one from the early two thousands home shirt, which usually had skimp, but I like the one with Weatherstone Sports. Uh, yeah, okay, there you go. Nice. Nice. Fair. Um, there you go. Favorite Graham's goals says favorite TV show. Oh god, that's a real, Ooh. real tough oh, one. I, but I yeah, well, look, I, I, I what it's like. It's not my favorite ever, but I, what I'm watching at the moment is called The Boys. I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh it. yeah, that's good. Yeah, goated. Like it's sick, sick, Lost shit, on serious. Me. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'm like, not, I'm not a superhero guy, but it's just quite cool to see like a more realistic version of yeah. superheroes. Yeah, it's ba- yeah, it's yeah. basically like a. I like superheroes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It's not, I wouldn't yeah. say it's a superhero. It is obviously a superhero. Yeah. yeah, but it's not. It's really weird. It's really hard mm. to explain. But the boys, and also, of course, Stranger Things as well. That that was good. Yeah. Um, I watched yeah. the finale last night. Yeah, was, same. Uh, Don't yeah. say anything. No, no, no I won't I'm say. Still it, but got like it was good. ten minutes left of it. No spoilers. Yeah. Um, I, I go. I go with Peep Show. Um, for me, it's got to be Seagull Social, probably. I don't know. Cheese! <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, my favourite TV show is Sport Bible. Sign me up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, okay, so, Mavery at 111, um, which is a number you should not call because it's a non-emergency number. Um, can you Good see in CISO going out on loan or staying and fighting oh. for the first team spot? We pretty much asked. Yeah, we've asked. Yeah, this, yeah. So, so maybe so why did you not see us asking <laughs> this already in the podcast? <laughs> yeah. gonna, gonna Pay say. attention, Mavery. <laughs> <laughs> Look in the future. <laughs> I was going to say, don't listen to Ben. You probably should call one 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 instead of nine 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 if you have a non-emergency. I'm yeah, yes, but also to... don't just call it for banter. Yeah, don't call um, it for banter. So. But you know, sorry. Uh, Public service. Harvey. Harvey says, "Will Ryan ever grow?" Wee! Never heard that one before. I don't think he's that short. I don't think he's that short. I've met him a few times uh, in real life. He's not I'm that five small. foot eight. With Air Force, I'm five foot ten. So I'm I'm happy to answer right. that one for me. I'm not even sure. Maz, 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 Maz. Right. Can we put some Mythbusters here? What, we what, need to get a photo things? next time we see each other. We met each other in Nottingham, right? Who is taller, me yeah. or you? By how much? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't deny that though. I, I don't. So... I don't get where this narrative's coming. I don't, I don't know where this narrative's coming from. Hold that. Um, yeah, no, no. But I, oh, mate, I, I got, um, I got absolutely rinsed on it. Well, I'm actually getting rinsed on every video now that I post. But, uh, uh, it was the last one I did. It was, uh, oh, interview Eddie Hearn. So Eddie Hearn's six foot oh, five. Oh yeah, I saw right? this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie Hearn's six like, foot you five. You two, you two together are so funny. Yeah, oh, you've got thanks, quite a good chemistry. Thanks, thanks, it's funny. Mate. Yeah, I actually um, do. So, so he's six foot five. I'm five foot four, five uh, on a good day. And um, and so like literally all the comments were just like so like some guy sent a picture of me stood on a bucket. No, no, it wasn't me stood on a bucket. It was an interviewer stood on a bucket. <laughs> and like they were saying, oh, that, that's what he needs to do. And then mate, I was in the comments, I was getting absolutely rinsed. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, it could be worse. It could, <laughs> it could be, worse. be worse. It could be like, having a go at your actual presenting skills. Yeah, there you go. Stage. It's all they can argue about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, Richie Mills, the goat. He says, "What's your perfect Sunday?" Um, hung over on the sofa watching football uh, with a bird. What, hung over, what? You want to be? You want to be hung over on a ideal Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's inevitable. It's just it's inevitable. inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this My... is your ideal Sunday, not your. Yeah. Oh, okay. Surely, an ideal world, you're not hung over. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I had a really good really Sunday rubbish. yesterday. Like, I, I somehow woke up, woke up, wasn't hungover, and I went to the gym and then went to the beach for like eight hours. It was unbelievable. There you go. That was a really nice Sunday. So I'll say that. Oh, we're gonna okay. take away pizza on the beach. 
Shout out to Hyde Shaw. Yeah. Nice. Uh, anyone else like us? Yeah, I, I normally... Yeah. Oh, sorry, this sounds like such a bait. Like, oh, yeah, he's so cool. Um, I'd usually <laughs> just go to a non-league game or something like last season. Was just <laughs> oh, it's like, so edgy, Jack. You're uh, so edgy. I know, but it was just like every... God, I remember there were some days, like, after the United game, I think I went to... Oh, where'd I go? I went to Hamwell Town for a playoff game. <laughs> and I was so hungover from that game. And I remember getting up at, like, nine to get the train. I'm like, why am I doing this? But... Uh, and the only reason was to say I've been to 200 games in a season no other reason but yeah probably that yesterday I did like nothing it's like the first time ever I was bored I think, and that's a great Sunday I think, that's, I think yeah for me that that's literally it it's just doing nothing like, doing his list it's, me, it's so, yeah. it's so nice hectic during the week before the Monday yeah. if it's yeah. nice weather like I had a barbie last night it was just nice just to chill yeah. for a whole yeah. day barbecue have a beer so close just chill nice sun just yeah. relax. That's what a Sunday's for. Just yeah, exactly. And Super Sunday. If this Super Sunday was on and there was like proper good game, you know, like Watford a... Watford versus Leicester, classic. Yeah, yeah, something like that. If there's a proper good Super Sunday on, that's my ideal Sunday, 100%. It's always yeah. fucking shit games yeah. on Super Sunday. Burnley so. Spurs and, well. and Watford Leicester. Don't get better than yeah. that. And it's live. Moving on. PHAFC Arthur says, who's having the best summer transfer window? Um, Ryan, quickly go to you. Out of all the teams in the Premier League. Oh. I mean, I think compare? the obvious... Tot- Tottenham are doing well. Yeah, the, the obvious yeah, mainstream Tot- answer is Tottenham. I think, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm going to stick with it as well because I just think Conte's got something right there. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. it's it's annoying because they actually could be good because I just find them an annoying club. But um, oh, They're going to be diving all over the shop. They, they, uh, and also, yeah, Ryan, literally. the second question was, how do they compare, how do we compare to all the other transfer, uh, to all the other clubs? Well, we don't really compare, do we? Because we haven't really signed anyone. I mean, we've signed in CISO, yeah. but well, other that, than that, yeah, I mean, retaining Kukurea... Does that it's mean good. we're one of the worst teams in the transfer windows? Or? I'd say, you know, if you if you were to look at it on a complete neutral view, you'd say, yeah, we are, because we haven't really signed anyone. I think if you're a Brighton fan, you'd say we're having a pretty decent summer, though, because we haven't lost anyone apart from Basuma, obviously, but more inevitable. We haven't lost Kukurea. So by that standard, it's a good summer. I think we do need a couple more additions. I think if we get two or three signings by the end of the summer, I'd say that's a, 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 nice, a close to sort of a nine yes. or a ten, to be honest. Agreed. And then, Maz, you're going to answer this one because it's, this was you. Seb Lansdowne, the geezer, says, how did you all find each other and decide to do a podcast? Oh, great question. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, like, I just decided that um, we wanted, I wanted to do something in the Brighton space to do a podcast. <laughs> and I thought, what two better chaps than Ben Spalding and Ryan Adset? Um, didn't you so, want BHA Harvey at one point as well? I did. I did actually. Imagine you got a yappy stand. That's so funny. I wanted, Imagine uh, you I got wanted, a yappy stand on. Yeah. So it was going to be me, Ben, Ryan, and well Harvey, but Lovely he, Harvey. he uh, never got never got back to us or just pied me off. But yeah, he's so a bit I, of a I, myth, I, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of, a, yeah. a bit of an Mate, enigma. We, <laughs> I'm telling him to come on the pod. I think we will have him one day. We will get him. But yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to do something like obviously love Brighton and work in media. So I was like, well, you know. What, why not mix the two together? Mate, I remember yeah, how I buzzing I was when you messaged me. I was yeah, sitting I did, in the, um, the Stenning Health Centre car park because it was the only free park, <laughs> park and I could wait for <laughs> my SDD sister checks. to finish school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Waiting for my sister to finish school and uh, I was going to pick her up. Oh, and I got, 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 got a message. <laughs> <laughs> I beg you, cut that out because she's going to watch that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, oh, home. Go on, yeah, carry on. Carry uh, yeah. On. Um, you're running a nice story here, Ben. Go on, go on. Ryan. I've actually, I've actually lost what Sorry. I was saying. What was I saying? You're in a car park. You picked up, <laughs> you picked park. up your sister from school in a car park. Yeah. You parked right. outside of school, Ryan, on your day off. <laughs> Should I just leave? I might just leave. <laughs> 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 
this with has been the worst. We had binoculars as well. This is supposed to be. Oh, God. Doing the Trossard celebration as well. Doing the Trossard celebration. So, yeah, so basically, yeah, what happened was, got all the boys together, and now we've created this amazing podcast, and we have now got an honorary, honorary member, Jack Albion, who's, who's on most, yeah, most yeah. episodes now. Uh, yeah, I come back yeah, every now and then. I'm yeah. a busy man. You're a busy man. <laughs> I've got stuff to do. It was like somebody, somebody after one of the podcasts uh, commented on a new player's Jack this week, and I was just like, I've been in Barcelona, mate. You're, you're filming in Barcelona. I've got stuff to do. I've got people to Yeah, he's see. a busy man. Yeah. He's buying football kits if he's not on He's a podcast. busy guy. I can't lie. He is a busy guy. Yeah, there you go. That's, that, that's, how it came, that's how it came about. I, 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 was, yeah. like, I was like, Thanos, no. Who's, who's the leader of the Avengers? I was like that, and then I bought the Avengers. Not Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Iron Man. He's the one with the... Yeah, yeah the opposite. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there you go. The the Avengers, for those that don't know, me and, Ma- me and Maz knew each other before, because Maz yes. are best mates with my older brother, Sam. Yeah, 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 um, yeah And Maz knew that I was a Brighton fan. And, and only until recently, I've actually met Ben and Maz. Because everyone thought yeah. that we were all friends, which yeah. isn't actually true. I met Ben at Getafe last season. Well, actually yeah. this season. Um, so, yeah, literally I met Ben, what, last July, August? And I met Maz for the first yeah. time only probably about two or three months ago. Yeah. Um, I've actually probably seen Jack more than I've seen anyone. Um, yeah, because I see you at pretty I, much you every know. game. I'm just so, around at the yeah. Amex after a game. When you're that tall, it's so easy to <laughs> Yeah, I think when the first time I met you, Ryan... Uh, when was the first was time I met you, Joe? In in the North Stand when uh, you were doing you were filming for the club in uh, that. Yes, good point. And you it? got me to talk about the Leicester game, and I was yeah quite drunk. And I said there were like six offside yeah. goals. That's and, the first time I met Chloe. Um, really I think funny. I leaned into the camera and went like, you know, that oh, one yeah. where he goes come on England, that? and he like bites the camera off like that. So, yeah. Uh, and you said I was the funniest person you ever met, which I'm not even the funniest. He said that to me as well, Jack. Jack he yeah, said. he said it to everyone. <laughs> he, said really no. about it, he said it to me as well, Jack. So don't don't yeah. feel too flattered, mate. Yeah. So nothing too exciting on that. But yeah, I've met Ben as well. Well, I know Ben. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll I've go. met Ben through his mate Brett. Brett Stevens. Uh, yes, Brett I remember really Brett. He was Brett really drunk. Yeah, yeah, Brett was really drunk yeah, when I met him. Yeah, and sure. um, I wrote, and I wrote um, character. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was um, a good day. Actually, moving on quickly, quickly, because we have, yeah, we run out of time here. Um, so it's a, it's not even a real name. It's just J E H B H A. So Jeff B H A double seven. Sorry, on Instagram, he says predict the top three B H A players. Double seven. Oh, we've already done that. We've already done that. Yeah, we have, but I don't think Maz done. Did Maz top three for next season? Yeah. Or did you do that? I haven't done it. Kukurea, Kaiseido, and what attacking player is going to do well? Oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? Um, Basuma. Now let's go. Let's go. Undav, just as a rogue one. I don't really believe it yeah, myself, geez. but it's, uh, let's just okay. go for it. Uh, and then next one, uh, jo- Joey Young. Oh no, yeah, Joey Young. No, he's just called Joe Young. There's not two wise. Brilliant. Uh, do you think Matoma will start next season, Jack? Uh, yes, I think he'll be around the squad. I can't see him going out on loan, especially with the. Only eight players allowed to be go abroad next season, so uh, I think he'll, I think he'll do well. I like him. I like the look of him. I like the cut of his jib. Um, he seems like a happy guy. He seems like a fun guy, um, and that's all that I can really ask for from players. You know, have a bit of fun. Exactly. You know, yeah, we be, ha- be happy. 
Yeah, don't be too serious about it. Enjoy it. You know, we, we've had some As great... Bob Marley once said. Great comedy. Yeah. Don't enjoy it that much, though. Don't enjoy it yeah. that much, though. Am I right, Aaron? Concentrate, um, but, no. but enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> have fun, but have fun. Enjoy it with discipline. Yeah, have fun. Enjoy it with discipline. Yeah. Fucking discipline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I die for three points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, and it's probably the best question, so shout out Mike King, the GOAT. Yeah. He says, oh, who comes out so. on top in an all-out brawl between the entire Brighton oh. squad? No disqualification, Ooh. can fight day. Who... And then who would be second Ooh. or third? I'm going to go first quickly whilst you boys think. Um, just looking at Undav, he looks like he's a bit stocky. He looks a bit hench. Um, he could be in that top three. If Shane Duffy's still there, he could be because he just looks like an absolute nutter if he was on a night out outside Molly Malone's fighting everyone. Um, and then the third player, just through pure shithousery, he would find any way to weasel in and just murk everyone and throw him out of the ring. Neil Mosley just somehow I, I, Do you know what? I'm going to be controversial here. I don't. I don't think. My, I don't think he's as like as nah. tough as nah, we I think, think he, he is. No, but I'm saying he will find nah. some like shitty shit house way to just shirk a fight, shoot your kneecaps. Yeah, yeah like I, don't, I don't. think he's got it in him. Like I think he's, he's all yeah. bark no bite. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. That's what I, th- I think. That's what I think with, with my pet. Next boxing match on YouTube, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 on the undercard for KSI, Alex Sobis, Maz versus Neil Roper. <laughs> I, I wish you could pick ex players in this because I would have just picked Adam Elab straight up. Yeah, oh, Adam Elab. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah But as soon as we can't pick uh, ex players, yeah. I'd probably go top three. I think all out fight. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back. I'm, I'm gonna back uh, Sanchez. He's big. He's a bit of a That's unit. He doesn't seem to take shit. He fights his own teammates sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then in the top <laughs> top like three, that. I can definitely. I don't know. It's quite hard to see. Odell Offia. I mean, like he's got he's got history in rugby. Like you know. So <laughs> yeah, he, 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 I'd put him quite high up. And then who else would win in an all out fight? See, I think I think Shane Duffy. While everybody's bigging him up as a big fighter, I think I sort of see him as like a England fan abroad kind of character. You know, like when the Russians found them in Marseille, like all the talk, and then yeah. once people turn up who aren't like hammered, uh, they actually they actually like a bit serious. It's like all right, okay, yeah. get a bit heavy. I'd probably put in Davers number three. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I do. And Donate. We're all forgetting Andone, yeah. by the way. Oh, Andone! Yeah, Andone could literally Andone like. Would win outright. No. Mate, Andone no. attempted murder at Southampton. Let's just remember that. No, he's better than Sanchez. Like he, he's, he's crazy. I think we need, you know, some more unhinged players back in the team. crazy Romanians. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I think like Matt said about Mope, I think Andone's all bark no bite. Yeah. No, no, no. Think, mate. Uh, Andone uh, actually tried to snap Valerie in half. I, I, yeah. I, I think Andone's yeah. got a screw loose. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, all, he's, not yeah. he's actually Andone's a nutter. Yeah, but have you not seen Mope like stud all the Villa players when he's at Brentford? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, true. But I, just, I don't know. Half-hearted no. though. Studding's dirty though. You see. Whereas like yeah. Andone's oh, yeah, like Andone, is, Andone, Andone went to hurt someone. Andone literally tried to hurt. I think I think Andone. I think Andone would come in with a chair, still chair. And he would just fuck, just start going out of people. He wouldn't yeah. care what the Very consequences of whatever he was going to do. He was ready to kill Bernardo that day. Oh, what about, yeah, what, about, what, about yeah. what about Billy yeah. Reed? What about Billy Reed? Oh, well, Billy nah. oh yeah. Billy Billy Reed would just get Suplex drunk and then fall asleep rate. in the corner afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I think he falls into the Shane Duffy England fan abroad category. Uh, yeah. yeah. So right. Ryan, last two quickly before we end. Last two. So you said Andone, didn't you? Oh right, okay. Yeah, I think Undav's up there. He just he just looks mean. I think Undav actually yeah. does look mean and Don't hurt your feelings. Let's go one more <laughs> one more outside shot. Sure. One more outside shot. Uh, 
I'm, do you know what? I might go with the Sanchez thing that you've said. Yeah, he, does, Sanchez, he is menacing. Yeah. He is a he menacing presence. He was going to take on Palace fans, wasn't he? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, he is a menacing guy. Like that. The way he's so cool is quite, you know, almost like the quiet one is the best. He's so sort of... Yeah, he, he sort of just towers over everyone at six foot six and yeah, yeah. eyeballs you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, well, it's been a very, very fun episode. We haven't had many talking points, but we've made fun out of every single yeah. thing we can possibly. Yeah, so, no, that's good. Yeah, Mike King, I what, enjoyed what fucking question. Enjoyed that. Big up, Mike King. Ryan, thank you for coming. Yeah, big up, Mike King. Maz, of course, thank you for coming as well. We will be back in probably a couple of weeks. Hopefully, we'll have more to talk about. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button right there. Um, and then also let's go Zach right review on Spotify right review on Apple um, follow us on all our socials links are down below also links for Jack's socials as well and all our personals as well if you want to follow don't, us don't follow my Instagram and we will. don't yeah don't do that it'll just be kit announcements yeah. that never happened <laughs> um, and then yeah that's about it so we will see you in a couple of weeks peace nice. peace kit's announcer five Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.